Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Uh, welcome to another Theory Podcast today, brought to you by Nairi, who has uh, supported the show with paypal.me forward slash fab ad. You can spot it any way you like. Uh, because Doctor Who has turned into a soap opera with episodes uh, 50 years apart, um, <laughs> we're going straight from the end of the 10th planet to Twice Upon a Time, uh, which is reflected in the opening of Twice Upon a Time, the Peter Capaldi final episode. It was a Christmas special, um, available in 4K, believe it or not, on on the disc if you've got one of those 4K fancy 4K players. If not, just uh, head over to stan.com.au. They have all of the uh, modern Doctor Who's on there, including this one. So it starts off with a recap of the 10th planet, uh, and they've managed to boil down those four episodes into about half a minute. Um, <laughs> And then at one point, William Hartnell morphs really oddly into uh, David Bradley. It's an amazing thing because it goes from a tiny little black and white square to a big full frame 4K image. So it's uh, it's an impressive piece of work. But, you know, any any weird computer face thing I find un- unnerving. <laughs> I'm an old lady. Um, and it does say 709 episodes ago. <laughs> or 709 episodes earlier. It's very silly. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of episodes. Uh, and then we have on screen, um, as the Doctor's wandering out into the snow, uh, the first Doctor, that is, um, 
uh, and refusing to regenerate that. Then we see the 12th Doctor. And on the screen, there is the text that explains the subtext that, you know, at the South Pole, the Doctor refused to regenerate twice. Um, So then we get uh, a bit of a recap of the Doctor Falls uh, and the 12th Doctor says, look, it's the... This is the first time they've regenerated. Uh, and he's looking at the first doctor and going, your face is all over the place. Is that because you're in regeneration? Which is to say, yeah, that actor died about 45 years ago. <laughs> and we've had to replace it with someone else. Um, which, you know, it's, it's as far as odd excuses go, it's fine. Does that mean then that the five Doctors is also in the middle of this. Like, when the first Doctor was heading back to regenerate, he bumped into Susan and then ended up in the five Doctor. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, he says, oh, your face is all over the place. Uh, and then the the, the, doctor, the first Doctor's like, oh, it's my ship. He's like, oh, you still call it a ship? And the first Doctor wanders around the outside of it going, oh, the windows are bigger. <laughs> Twelve's like, well, you try stucking your tummy in for that long. <laughs> and, and then he wants to know why he's not regenerating. He goes, well, I have the courage to die as myself. Uh, either we change and go on or we die as we are. And uh, the 12 is like, well, you know, if you die here, the consequences could be, you know, and then the snow stops. So obviously consequences are happening immediately um something's gone very wrong with time uh they've obviously caused some problem both being here both regenerating it's like you know the doctor has been we've been told a number of times up till now that he's a a complicated space-time event and two of them uh both regenerating is even more complicated space-time event that is complicated Um, then suddenly a World War One soldier turns up, played by Mark Gatiss, uh, and he's like, I don't suppose either one of you is a doctor. Uh, and then the opening credits start. <laughs> the 12th Doctor's like, you trying to be funny? Uh, <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, so then after the opening credits, the, uh, weird clocky time tunnel, time tunnel business. Um, we're in E-Prey uh, in 1914. E-Prey love. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's in France. Um, it's 1914, so it's during World War One. We're in the middle of the Western Front, I guess. Uh, it's great big fighting is happening. Uh, and we're in a puddle. Um, <laughs> it's like a bomb crater, it looks like, with a bit of water at the bottom. And uh, it's... The soldier that we saw earlier, played by Mark Gatiss, uh, aiming a gun at a German soldier on the other side of the thing. And apparently that's also a writer on Doctor Who. It's uh, Toby Ridhouse. So it's like them fight, like aiming guns at one another. Um, and that's when time freezes uh, and the, the Mark Gatiss soldier doesn't freeze. So he gets up and has a look around and then the camera's kind of panning across. And I have to say, as far as... Because frozen moments have been done a lot in a lot of science fiction um, while one person's moving. But like the frozen fire, the frozen birds all look amazing and all the frozen soldiers. But do you know what I think makes it look so incredible is that the camera is moving. Even though the image is static, the camera is moving and it's like in a 3D space. So it looks... 
way more convincing than any, you know, you know, sometimes with frozen moments, they just use a photo <laughs> and, the, and the actor just walks around in front of the photo. <laughs> but yeah, this is really, it's quite impressive. Like, um, yeah, Rachel Talalay is such a great director. Um, so then there's a, a glass lady who turns up uh, and then there's a bunch of shots of stuff happening really quickly and someone saying, timeline error, timeline error. There's white bits of paper whizzing past um, Mark Gaddis's face and then he's in the snow and we're back to the bit before the opening credits, like again. Like, the whole thing plays out again. Like, even the same dialogue. Although it's from his point of view now, not the Doctor's. Um, so, when he finally reaches the Doctor and says, you know, uh, is are either of you a Doctor? It's like, are you trying to be funny? And then before they can even resolve that moment, instead of the opening credits, a light flashes from behind him. Uh, behind the, the, <laughs> the soldier. And... Uh, you know, uh, there's a glass lady. <laughs> so the first doctor's like, please state your origins. This is a level five planet. And then 12's like, yes, and it is protected. Um, which the first is freaked out by the, this clear David Tennantism that's creeping in. <laughs> it's like, you've got 10 lives before that happens, mate. This is way, way far away in your future. <laughs> uh, and 12's like, oh, yeah, it is early days, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so the glass lady racks off after that for some reason. Um... So the first doctor goes into the TARDIS and then when he sees the interior, he he wonders if he's been burgled. <laughs> and the 12th doctor's like, shows him on the monitor. He goes, your TARDIS is 70 feet that way. You know, always remember where you park. This will come in handy. <laughs> um, and the soldier is like, oh, this is all... Like, is this a nightmare? This is all very confusing. And he's like, oh, yeah, it would be confusing. We'll one officer at the South Pole with the glass lady and the stopped thing. And he's like, what? What What do you mean World War One?" And, <laughs> and then the 12th Doctor kind of obtuse. He's like, yeah, you're dressed like a World War One soldier. He goes, what do you mean World War One?" He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> um, the first Doctor, for some weird reason, doesn't know who the 12th Doctor is. Uh, but he's starting to work it out. They show their glowy pre-regenerational hands at each other. And he's like, what? I'd become you? I thought I'd get younger. <laughs> it's like, I am younger. Um, although apparently not. Apparently Peter Capaldi is like the same age William Hartner was. It's just that, you know, William Hartner had, had a fairly full-on life. Well, he was the same age when he took over or at the end? I don't know. Anyway. Like, around about the same age. Um, uh, so, yes, he's, he's freaked out. Um, so, the first Doctor asks the Twelves, is like, you know, we've got to get some brandy. This poor man's in shock. Uh, we've got to get some brandy into him. Uh, and then he's like, who are you? And he goes, well, I am the Doctor, and uh, this is my nurse. <laughs> Twelve Doctor's like, what? And he's like, yes, I know. Older gentlemen, like women, can be put to use. <laughs> And then the 12th Doctor's like, you cannot say those things. And then one cracks it with him and says, oh, you've been drinking the brandy. And he's like, yeah, I may have snuck in a glass in the last 1,500 years. <laughs> he's like, what's wrong with the lights of this TARDIS? And he's like, oh, that's atmospheric. They're meant to be like that. Because this is the flight deck of the most powerful space and time ship in the universe. Not a restaurant for the French. <laughs> 
This is really funny. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll get on to the next episode. We're going to keep watching this. It's probably going to go for a while. It's a whole hour long episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 